You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mobilize, personalize, optimize, and monetize your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. From mobile marketing and messaging to mobile commerce and coupons, and from mobile apps and websites to mobile engagement and loyalty, our hosts bring on expert guests to give you the inside track on the trends, tools, and technologies that matter most. Mobile Presence, where making your brand or business mobile first is our first priority. Now, here are your hosts, Peggy Ann Saltz and Shahab Zaghari. Welcome to Mobile Presence. As always, bringing you the experts to help you optimize and maximize your mobile strategy. I'm Shahab Zaghari, award-winning filmmaker and executive director of marketing at Higher Ground Creative Agency. And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz from Mobile Groove, providing custom research and content marketing to the global mobile industry and offering mentoring and consulting to mobile startups. And you are back. That is true. That's a whole show that, by myself last week. It, it was sort of a string of those. You know, we were out on the road. You're you're at South by Southwest right now. I was at Mobile World Congress, a couple of app strategy workshops in Berlin. You know, just uh, but but I can imagine you're getting there guests for us. Great show ideas, right, Shahab? Yeah, definitely trying to. Uh, you know, a lot of everyone is so busy and and as far as exhibitors are spending so much money that they're all in their own world but i did pass out a bunch of cards and you know um a lot of people seemed interested and in fact there was a lot of apps who haven't even launched yet they, they've spent their ten thousand twenty thousand on their booth just to litmus <laughs> test it i guess you know what i mean see if it's even something anyone wants which i, I thought was wow surprising and kind of smart. Um, you know, one of the things that I actually thoroughly enjoyed was the Mashable house. They had all kinds of gadgets and, uh, you know, uh, VR tech. I mean, it it was really, really cool. Um, as you can tell, I've kind of lost my voice. So listeners, I, I apologize. I've been here for a week. So and and still and still hanging in there. So uh, still and, and in VR, there. VR is very cool. We'll have to get to that. That's another note from mm-hmm. one of our shows. Absolutely, Shahab. I mean, um, and and in the meantime, it wasn't just trips for me. I also used the time in between the trips to finalize my first report for VentureBeat Insights from a mobile analyst. And oh, it is it at, done? It's done. It's going to come oh, out right. on April seven. 
it is huge because it just kept growing. That's the interesting thing is that we thought, oh, we're just going to do an ASO report. And it's like, well, guess what? It is not only about keywords, titles, and descriptions anymore. It's, it's huge. The topic is huge. It's about all things related to apps and app marketing. Um, we're going to launch it over at VentureBeat with a companion post over there, a series of six webinars I'll be hosting. Oh, very cool. Um, some with some of our guests as well, uh, because one of our guests today is from that report. So just um, listeners, watch the space. Reach out to me if you want to know more, and that will definitely be one of our top topics in shows going forward. And and. Our listeners definitely will want to know more uh, about ASO. Uh, and that's why, listeners, you can expect more shows, more guests here on Mobile Presence to cover the basics of ASO, share some simple tricks, uh, starting with today's episode. Isn't that right, Peggy? That's one of the reasons, as I said, I've interviewed a number of ASO ninjas for mm-hmm, the Practitioner's mm-hmm. Report. And with that, I'm really delighted to welcome and kick off today with Steve P. Young, He is an app marketing wizard. That's his description, but it's also what I will second here. Um, ASO expert and founder of App Masters. So uh, welcome, Steve. You're welcome. Thanks. Thanks. I I thought wizard sounded better than ninja, so let's try wizard. (laughs) (laughs) So App Masters, uh, you know, that's an intriguing name. Uh, Tell us about the, the, you know, what you, what it is you do. Yeah, so I'll, I'll tell you from just the beginning part. So I, I'm in the short version is I'm an app developer. I started in 2011, turned podcast host 2013 mm-hmm. to now App Masters in 2014, where we sort of rebranded. So been in the app space for quite some time now. But at App Masters, we try to provide as the most valuable content as possible. So started with the podcast, interviewing some of the top guests in the app space, including the co-founders of Shazam, Crossy Road, Timberman, cool. you know, Real Mac Software. Yeah, so really big hitters out there. Built up an audience who then came to me for app marketing advice. So in probably late 2014, I started to really focus more on the agency side of things. How do we really help clients with their promotion? And it's, we were known as sort of the PR side of things, but I've really branched out into influencer marketing, helping clients get featured by Apple, app store optimization. So really leveraging all the pillars of app marketing into one holistic approach and helping companies with their launch. And so now, you know, do companies have to have budgets like Shazam in order to come to you guys? Or, I mean, yeah. is it cost prohibitive? Because they're already spending either time or, you know, money yeah. to create these apps. No, that's a great question. But I, I love catering to the indie community, to the startup founders, because that's who I am at heart. And so I have this compassion for what it's like to be on early in the days. Because I'm still there, right? I'm still making apps of my own. And so it is, we try to brand ourselves as more of, a startup friendly budget rather than, you know, things that are costing tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing that, you know, you love this because of your indie background and I see that uh, one of your clients uh, also just got featured by Apple. So congratulations on that, Steve, you know, another, another win for you. I mean, let's start there. That's always like the goal to get features on the app store, but is it, is it really that? And, And what does it take to get featured? I'll tell you, Peggy, the, one of the biggest mistakes I see is just from a design perspective. Now, design is really hard to sort of quantify, like what makes a really good design. But when I get clients who say, hey, I want to be featured by Apple, and I look at their app icon right off the bat, I say, 
this is not something that Apple's going to feature, whether it's a white background with some really crazy 3D text. And this is that client that I'm sort of describing. But I just didn't think it was there. For this recent client, the app was called Bumper Jump. And he came to me. So he's an indie developer. He said, hey, Steve, I'm thinking about getting it published through some of the big publishers out there like Ketchup, Chilingo. And I said, hey, Austin, I think you have a really good app. It was well designed. The gameplay is excellent. Apple's been featuring a lot of these casual games. I said, look, man, I think we can help you get featured by Apple. And this is not going to be the last game that you create. So if it doesn't work out, if we don't get featured, hey, you can go to the next game, the next game that you create, you can go try to pitch that to publishers. But if it hits, then guess what? You've got some leverage now to cross promote all your other apps that you're going to build. So we pitched him. He had really good designs. And one of the tactics, and I can share the blog post with you, is we look at LinkedIn and we search for App Store Manager. Don't look for editors. Look for App Store Managers in your country, in your region, and then make that pitch. So I use a tool called Email Hunter, and you can go to Email Hunter. .co. And what that will do is create a button within LinkedIn that will sort of guess what that person's email address is. So it makes it really easy. Mm. Search for App Store Manager, Mm -hmm. filter by company to Apple so you don't see a bunch of different things, and then find the right App Store Manager for your category. So there usually is a games manager, there usually is a business and consumer apps manager for different categories that will be an App Store Manager and make that pitch to that particular person. And that's essentially what we did for our client. We wrote the pitch, we know how to tell a compelling story, but the client actually pitched Nikolai at Apple to try to get featured. Mm. So that, that's an amazing story, Steve. So basically, um, it was getting featured by you know, reaching out because it's much more of an editorial process now. Mm-hmm. So really reaching out to those um, app store managers. That's right. Yeah. And, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I didn't know if you wanted. I was just going to say uh, kind of what you were saying earlier, a little bit of PR now. That's true. And the PR side of things, so we've had, so we do help clients with their PR, but one of the ways we've done it in the past too with an Apple feature, because I know this is a holy grail for all app developers, is we've pitched Apple before we've launched. Really. So you, they usually want two weeks notice. We pitched Apple before it launched, didn't hear it back, and then we got PR for our client. We hit number two under paid apps. It was called Fitman Cook, went on to be Best of Apple 2015. And because of the PR, and hitting number 200 paid apps, Apple actually came to him and said a week later, hey, we want to feature you. And he's been featured multiple times ever since. So PR does help when if you don't get noticed, especially for non-games, if you don't get noticed the first time, you can try to make a big splash. And with that big splash, Apple will notice and reach out to you. Well, And, and here's, here's another question. So you know, you, when you went to uh, that app and you said, I think you've got a great game, I think you know, we can really help you. Has there ever been an instance where someone came to you and said, hey guys, here's my app, and you said, well, I don't know if that would ever get featured. Has yeah, that been a, the case? All the time. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I'm pretty honest with clients. I said, look, you're just, this is, okay, I like the gameplay, but your icon is really, really bad. And that's the, the client that I was sort of referring to. There's a white background, red text that sort of looked like 3D, just not very Apple type of mm. icon. Right. And I said, look, your icon is bad. He's like, they didn't open it. He was really upset that nothing happened. I said, look, the icon's really inhibiting us in trying to get featured. And so there's been plenty of times. I'm usually upfront and honest. I hate disappointing people. So I'm usually upfront and honest with my clients saying, look, this is probably not a good fit. We're going to do the best we can. If you want to move forward, we'll help you. But at the same time, I don't think it's a good fit for it. 
I mean, I cannot overstate that, Steve, because that came out in my app books. Also, the report, um, it's really first impressions count. First impressions can make or break it. And you would not believe how important, Shahab, it is to have the right-looking icon. Um, when it's particularly because it's sort of editorially run. So Apple wants to feature apps that look good, makes sense because it's a high quality store in a sense. You know, you don't put a, you don't put, you don't put garbage in your, in your, in your, you know, your, your shop window and you, and you don't put garbage on the shelves. And this is the same thing here. Well, that's a perfect place to go to break and uh, listeners don't go anywhere we've got steve young aso expert and founder of app masters don't go anywhere we'll be right back mobile presence on webmasterradio.fm is presented by skywire an award-winning global provider of enterprise-grade software applications for the hospitality industry for more information visit skywire.com mobile presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors The Web Marketing Association presents Great Moments in Website History. 1994, Trey G browses with a high-speed 56K modem. 1997, Donnie W discovers scrolling. 2006, Smudges the Cat becomes an animated GIF. What is your great moment in website history? The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for the International Web Award Competition. Web Marketing Award winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Award site. Visit webaward.org to nominate your company, site, or organization. Deadline for entries is May 31st, 2016. Go to webaward.org and sign up today. Reinventing keyword research, simplifying campaign optimization, redefining competitive analysis. SpyFu brings you an entirely new way to find the most profitable keywords for your SEO and PPC campaigns. New tools, new data, and a brand new look. We've streamlined SpyFu so that you can optimize your search engine marketing more efficiently, more accurately, and more intuitively. Visit SpyFu.com, that's S-P-Y-F-U.com, and start downloading your competitors' keywords now. Try it free. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm Shahab Zagari with Higher Ground Creative Agency. And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And again, we've got Steve P. Young, ASO expert and founder of App Masters, with us. Uh, and you know, when we went to break, we were talking about you know the worlds of ASO and PR uh, essentially merging uh, in order to get to the end goal of being featured in one way or another. I mean, is is that really the holy grail right there, or is there actually more to it? 
I think there's a little bit more to it. So I try to have a multi-prong approach. I never, there's a strategy that I've been sharing lately. It's called double up. And essentially it's something I coined. I didn't know what else to call it, but where you're <laughs> leveraging a bunch of different strategies into one. So I'll share one really quick, what we just recently did. So whether the client that just got featured since we're on his sort of app is we did a pay to free strategy. It's one of the favorite, my favorite strategies. It's a growth hack that has generated up to a hundred thousands of downloads in just a couple of days. So you make one, if you have a paid app, you make it free for a couple of days, get some press for it, and then it'll drive downloads. If you got a free app, you can make one of your in-app purchases for free. I've actually oh, done virtual goods cool. for free. And oh. that works just like a charm too. And the only thing that you have to know from a technical perspective for the in-app purchase is it has to be a non-consumable. It can't be, so think of it like a remove ads, right? It can't be, hey, buy five coins. It can't be something that you can multiply, buy multiple times. It's just you buy once and it's unlocked and people get it forever. So more characters, things like that, you can make for free. And then getting press will help drive those downloads. So what we did is we, at the end, so we usually at the Apple feature, it goes up for a week, right? Thursday, the app store refreshes every Thursday. On that Wednesday, that following Wednesday, when we knew that it was going to just dip from downloads perspective, we ran a pay-to-free campaign. And we went from, I compared it with some other apps that were featured around the same time. They mm-hmm. hovered at the 99 overall U.S. games. Same with Bumper Jump. But then when we went pay-to-free, we went up to 77. So rather than just letting it kind of, you know, do its course and then die down, we put a little campaign in there at the very end when we knew we were going to dip soon anyways to give it a little bump before the dip happened. And I've got screenshots to share with everybody, but that's my next video coming up. Very cool. I mean, I'm, I'm watching some of your videos, obviously, Steve, because since we've mm-hmm. connected for the, for the report, now I'm a, a bit of a fan. And uh, Thanks, I love your secret top tips, you know, just very, very secret. And you're talking about uh, channels to interact with uh, media and, and, and maybe, you know, just the wider um, developer community, you know, what's effective. Probably email is old school. We won't even go there. But, you know, Twitter, Instagram. Um, let's talk about some of those channels. I mean, which ones, uh, for which purpose, or does it depend on the app or what you want to achieve? I don't think it depends too much on the app. I like, so I'll tell you the problem. I was interviewing the editor at the next web and he gave me a bad email pitch example. And it started with, Hey, Martin, I saw you that you had a cold. I hope you're over your cold that I saw on Twitter the next couple of days. And then he went into your, his pitch. I was like, what's wrong with that, Martin? You know, don't you want to start with something personalized and have it be sort of like, hey, I'm not just pitching everybody. I'm sort of mm. making that connection with you. And he said, yeah, but it's Twitter. It's kind of boring. Everybody, Everybody's mentioning Twitter. And so I said, you know what I've been doing lately is using Instagram as a way to sort of build rapport. And I would mm-hmm. go on to the reporter's Instagram. I've actually done it for an Apple contact that I have as well. And I just kind of search on Instagram just to see what kind of photos they're sharing. The one thing I like about Instagram is that you don't have as many followers as you would on Twitter and you're really sharing some personal stuff because they're pictures, right? You can't just write some blurb and then put it out as a tweet. You're really sharing some personal stuff. And so I found the one of the reporters at Lifehacker, he's a big cyclist and I saw that he saw a dead rattlesnake on the side of his road. And so our pitch to him was Dead rattlesnake. Oh my goodness. And, you know, that was a subject line. It was just all about the rattlesnake. You can't believe it. And then the opener was, Hey, saw that you, you noticed that you saw a dead rattlesnake on Instagram. If I were you, I would have stayed away from it. Try to keep it light. And then we went into our pitch and then he was that very is awesome. To it. I love that's that. That's a cool idea. That's, that's really story. good. 
Yeah. Mm. And so even Apple, right? I pitched somebody at Apple. He was a game store manager in Canada and he met Tony Hawk. So what I like to do is scroll a little bit more. I don't want to find out the most recent pictures. I like to scroll a little bit more. I found out he, he met Tony Hawk. So that was my subject line. You met Tony Hawk? No way. And then I went into the pitch. <laughs> that is so cool. That is that. That's really interesting because what it's saying is that you know you always had to research the press first. I mean, in theory, I'm also a member of the press, right? And I don't like um, generic emails, but uh, you really have to understand not just what are they writing about, but what are they also experiencing. So rather than say, "Oh, great post you had in uh, Forbes last week, Peggy," you know that just says you're reading about me. But to follow someone, watch them on Instagram. Um, wherever I mean, are there channels that are maybe low-hanging fruit? Should we be uh, watching them in Vine? I don't know. Yeah, I think the the non-popular. Ch- I mean, Instagram is very popular, but I don't think it's as popular as Twitter or Facebook. And mm-hmm. so, I would say the other one that worked really well, and this is an example that Martin gave the editor at the Next Web. He said somebody found out that Sound SoundCloud. He had, he was a musician. He was yeah. made, creating music, and so looking at SoundCloud, and I think it's pretty obvious, right? Like if you go to any reporter's page, they might have a website, they might have an about me page. They usually are listing some things that they're really into. And if you can make that connection by doing a little bit of research. So I, if I know that Martin's a musician, I might have to look at his SoundCloud and then figure out, oh, this will work. And what kinds of things don't work? You know, what, what, what are the biggest challenges that you see in ASO and what kind of real world examples can you give us? Yeah, so I think from a PR side, the generic emails, I mean, there's been plenty of times. So as much as this Instagram type of strategies work, there's been sometimes it just doesn't work at all, right? So what I try to leverage, try to say is too, is like as much as this side works, it makes you different, right? The, the other things that don't necessarily work is just going too generic. So trying to be a little bit too personal sometimes and then not having anything of substance behind it, that will just get you in the door. But if you don't have the substance behind the app, it's just not going to work as well. So I would I would stay away from that. The From the ASO perspective, things that aren't working anymore are just stuffing your app name with a bunch of keywords. So Apple really wants your app name because it's going to be highly weighted for search terms to ha- to be readable. You can't just say productivity, let's say I'm building a clear, like clear, I'm, I love that app. So clear, to-do app, to-do list, manager, blah, blah, blah. Where it just is obvious that you're just stuffing the app name, that's gonna get you rejected really, really quick. So mm-hmm. those are the type of things that you should stay away from. What about, so you're saying like um, stuffing your, your app name, uh, so the title there, but you know, just some some quick thoughts about the other things that are built of words. That is, your your um, your title has to be a certain length. Your description, you can't stuff it. But um, what can you say about getting the most out of all that other written material around your app? You know, we won't go the road of videos or anything else right now. But sure. have any tips there? Yeah. So have a good app name. So make it readable. So if I were uh, rather than just saying all these keywords right afterwards, I would say clear. Yeah the gesture-based to-do list manager, right? Something that's readable, something that's sort of short so Apple doesn't know. Well, they know what you're doing, but they don't think that you're stuffing too much names already. And then the other things that I would keep in mind is the description. So a friend of mine doubled pretty much his downloads just by having a little social proof 
in the first couple of lines of his description. So he grabbed a review that somebody left in the App Store, put it into his description in the first two lines, and he doubled his downloads. And the other thing I will quickly mention as well is in-app purchase. Those keywords are actually indexed by Apple. So make sure you have some relevant keywords within your in-app purchase. And then also make sure that reviews you're getting, you're doing the proper like white hat strategies of making sure you're prompting users at the right time for review rather than just bugging them when they open the app. But maybe upon clearing a to-do list, right? Or finishing a level within the game. When they feel like there's a natural break in the game or the app, ask for that review. And that tends to do really well in the reviews. And then the keywords, what I'll quickly mention for the reviews is the keywords that they're actually leaving in your in the reviews actually help you rank better for the terms that you're targeting. Interesting. Hmm. Well, that is a good spot to take our last break of the episode. Uh, again, listeners, don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Conversion Conference, the can't-miss CRO event of 2016. Join over 750 people from dozens of countries gathering in Las Vegas, May 18th and 19th, for the biggest industry-wide conversion event ever. Four parallel tracks of top content will allow you to personalize the exact topics that you want to focus on, interact with expert speakers at informal networking events, and birds of a feather lunch table topics. Meet dozens of leading CRO companies face-to-face in the expo hall. Get hands-on with pre-conference workshops and master classes. Join us for fun activities such as zip lining and Tim Ash's after party in the presidential suite. Oh yeah, did we mention that it's in Vegas, baby? May 18th and 19th, Conversion Conference last year sold out fast and it's expected to sell out again. So don't miss it. Go to conversionconference.com for details right now. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on webmasterradio.fm. And we're back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm Shahab Zagari with Higher Ground Creative Agency. And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And again, Steve, uh, you know, founder of App Masters, so glad to have you here. Uh, usually what we do on this last segment of the episode uh, is we talk about, uh, you know, top tips, top three tips, things of that nature. And since you are a wizard, I mean, <laughs> what kind of growth hacking tips can you give us? 
I'm a ninja with a wand. How about that? <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> okay. Let's film cool. <laughs> so from an ASO perspective, the I kind of went into it in the previous segment, but app store reviews are pretty big. And this is a black hat ASO strategy that I've shared. So be careful with this because you want to – Apple, if they notice, it can get you banned. But essentially, a lot of these big game companies – I started noticing that they would have a lot of app store reviews right upon release. I was like, how is this happening? You're not featured. You're just live and you got all these reviews in the app store. And I started hearing that they were buying reviews. So one, there are multiple sites that you can do this for. Like I said, be careful. But yeah. if you do buy these Head reviews. lightly, but do it. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not a lawyer, <laughs> but be careful because when you buy these reviews, you can actually have these people leave certain words. So let's say your app name is to-do list manager, right? You got clear to-do list manager. You can sort of say, guide them towards, hey, you know, mention the to-do list feature a lot in the app store. And if they write enough about to-do list, you start increasing rank for that particular keyword. I've done it in the past. It works it works really well, but it's very be careful with that strategy. So that's number one. The number two, from PR's perspective, this is something that used to work really well for me. It's a it's a way I got onto TechCrunch. It's a way I've been able to get on Ad Adweek. So it's a it's called the exclusive strategy. And generally, I've done this on Touch Arcade as well. When you're about to launch, you can about two weeks before you can say it's exclusive to a publication. So the way I got into TechCrunch uh. was I said, "Hey, it's exclusive to Ha." This Anthony Ha was the writer, and Instead of saying exclusive to TechCrunch, I knew Anthony would be the perfect guy to write about this. He written about similar companies in the past. I said exclusive to Ha, and I made you know, and gave a little one sentence pitch about the the company. This was back when I was in corporate life. We got onto TechCrunch, and then I went to my pitch. Hey, Anthony, notice you wrote a little bit about this and that. We're doing come with this feature. Would you want the exclusive on this? Now, publications don't necessarily want need that anymore, but it does always help because it gives them the first right to publish, meaning they have to be the first one to announce it to the world to the internet and then what they love about it is that then they become the primary source so if it's a great hot story other publications will pick up on it and then they will link back to you know according to TechCrunch, blah blah blah, blah. Right, and then right. they get all these links back and so that's, that's why they like it but that's the the other growth hack that has worked well for us and the last one <laughs> i'm trying to think of the last one oh <laughs> is something i've shared in the past double up so i think double up it, yeah it's I'm coining this. So if you hear this, you know it started here. But Steve, it's exclusive, you know. exclusive from Steve to <laughs> us here at Mobile Presence. presence. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the double up strategy. There's so many different strategies that you can use from ASO to PR to Apple feature to localization. There's all these strategies. What I started doing was rather than doing one at a time, I started just putting them together. And that's why I call it double up, right? With the App Store feature, we did the pay to free strategy right at the end of it with some of these PR activities, I started noticing that we saw an increase in the rankings under the U.S. store. And so we put in Twitter influence marketing at the same time that we're running PR. And then at the same time, running a pay-to-free campaign around the same time. So what I'm trying to do is create this massive wave with these little waves that I know work and create a massive wave to hit the top charts in the app store. And my most recent client, we hit 128 just doing some of these PR, Twitter campaigns, and a pay-to-free campaign all around the same time to create a more massive wave. Because we didn't, you know, to hit one top 100, you need to be sort of featured by the App Store, right? That'll happen organically, but we couldn't, we weren't getting featured. So we had to try to figure out some other ways to do it. So try to think of all the strategies that you probably know about, try to couple them into a couple of days, try to 
mash them into a couple of days, then that should work well. So it's a double up strategy. So if we have the time, and I'll just make certain we have the time, Steve. (laughs) I'm just curious, since you're out there, you're doing this 24-7, what do you see then as sort of like the next big ASO opportunity or challenge? I think it's retention. I think we talked about this in your report, Peggy, as well. Mm -hmm. But a lot of things, and I want to hone in on that part because – Everybody can talk about using the right keywords, having a very optimized app name, having a great description, having optimized in-app purchases. But if you're thinking about the long term, how do you bring your your customers, your users back into your app? Because Apple and Google know which apps are being downloaded and then which apps are eventually being deleted. And they're going to start ranking apps that have a better retention into how well you rank in the app store than apps that just get downloaded and deleted in a couple of days. So, you know, there's all these stats. I won't bore you with the stats, but there's like 80% of the apps that get downloaded, get only open once, things like that. And so really think about, hey, how am I going to keep users coming back to the app, whether through push notifications, whether through it's the gameplay, whether through just solving a really, really big problem that people want to keep on the app forever. So focus on that from an ASO perspective. Very cool. Very cool. So, Steve, uh, if our listeners wanted to get a hold of you to help them with their app or just to, you know, uh, delve into a little bit more than what we have time for, how do they get in touch with you? Well, if you want more wizardy magic, go to appmasters.co, and that's where all the blog and all that content is, but it's appmasters.co. Perfect. And Peggy, how can they get a hold of you? Well, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at Peggy Ann, A-N-N-E. Email me over at Mobile Groove, and that's also where you will find my portfolio of work and services for small biz, indie developers, and uh, all my other clients. And, of course, uh, look for my writing over at VentureBeat, right, and this report coming out on April 7th. Very cool. Listeners, you can get a hold of me on Twitter at Shahab Zagari. That's Z-A-R-G-A-R-I. And you can check out our portfolio at highergroundcreative.agency. Thanks again for joining us for Mobile Presence. Remember, new episodes of Mobile Presence air Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can check out earlier episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Zune, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. And finally, you can stay connected by downloading the Webmaster Radio mobile app from the iTunes App Store or Google Play. Thanks again for listening to Mobile Presence, your inside track on everything you need to reach and engage your target audience with mobile. And remember... Every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. 
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.